Brother Time does not offer medical, financial, or any other kind of professional advice or opinion. This is just us talking about things we want to talk about, so take it with a grain of salt. Victors are the sole authors of history. I'm Aaron Brown. I'm your host, 9 out of 10. And my favorite pizza topping is sausage. Let's go from the top. I'm I'm Isaac, 5 of 10. My favorite pizza topping is mushrooms. Hi, I'm Josh, 8 of 10. And context, can I pick more than one topping or am I limited to just one? One topping. Oh, okay. I'll have to go with grilled chicken. I'm and Adam. Pineapple and bacon. I had. Ah, uh, you stole mine. <laughs> chicken bacon pineapple say. is the best, best flavor of pizza, and I will fight you. Did you I, say I'm pineapple? Adam. I'm ten of ten. I'm impressed that Isaac actually got his order right this time. Right away. That was great. Oh. But my favorite topping is pineapple on pizza, mostly because it's amazing and the the sweet of burst burst of sweetness is is really good i'm and dan you have a guest dan <laughs> guest. yes i'm i'm married to four of ten and my favorite pizza topping i'm right there with aaron it's sausage nice yeah it's the best all right uh let's start from the top again isaac what did you bring for us today oh i uh I'm a bad person. And oh, I something that I've something that's always bothered me is when people tell you their rating of something, it's almost like when someone prefaces a joke and they say, Okay, this is really funny. And then they tell the joke and it automatically <laughs> sets the joke uh, up to not be as funny. But when well, someone you kind of just did that for us. Oh. You, you you said I hate this, and then you. Yeah, but I didn't say no, you didn't I say this. Yeah. Oh, See? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but when someone uh, and I'd I'd like for you to guys to give examples of when this has happened to you, but someone will tell you, this is the best movie, ever, and then you go and watch it with all these high expectations, and it is not the best movie ever. It's bare, It's a. It's an okay movie at that yeah. point um and i'd i'd like to start from the bottom and work our way up for this one um well i have kind of an opposite thing where okay. aaron put down my expectations for uh spider-man no way home and that was one of the greatest movies i've ever seen so um I, yeah thanks i appreciated it um no spoilers, please. I haven't yeah. seen it yet. Uh, I, seen I think it you're beyond the timeline, but I will be nice and not say it's quite the good. timeline. It's not on. It's not on uh, Netflix yet, where they haven't delivered it to my house on DVD. <laughs> oh, Redbox! It's not in Redbox yet. What's this Redbox you speak of? Oh my! Redbox is even around anymore. They are. Yeah, they're still doing very well. Oh yeah. well, cool. Good for them. Good for them. But that's my example, though. Is... Josh, do you have one? Oh, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, I think the opposite's true if you're looking at online ratings. Because okay. when I'm looking at movies to watch, if I see something is rated low, I won't even look at it. Like, this movie's dead to me because it's below 70% on Rotten Tomatoes or something like that. And 
I like logically I know that there are a lot of good movies that have low Rotten Tomato scores because those are just the ratings of just random people who write stuff for a living and have their own opinions and you know opinions opinion but it, despite that like I tend to only watch things that have high ratings when there's a rating in front of me like I don't know what it is it's like I can't bring myself to spend time on something that's lower rated I think there's a good uh, balance between watching movies that are rated below 20% because those are often hilarious they're so that's bad a good point. Funny. They're so bad that it's actually even more funny than funny movies. The Room by Tommy Wiseau. Yep. Uh, Napoleon Dynamite was one that was like so bad that it was actually really funny. Yeah, that's another one. Yeah, true. Oh, is it me next, Isaac? Yeah. What did you got, Aaron? Uh, So my wife actually says... um, like whenever she says that same thing, whenever people hype something up, movies, it she automatically knows she's gonna hate this movie. Mm-hmm. And um but yeah, I don't really have a good example. I just know that if I really want my wife to like something, I have to really downplay it. Yeah. And not like it's like you're trying to sell much. it to her. Yeah, if... I'm like, hey, we want to see this. It's okay. It's a it's a good movie. It's not the best, but I think the we budget should go was see like a hundred dollars. It was yeah. recorded in a, on, by an iPhone, which like that, that? which is more than a hundred dollars. They rented an iPhone from Dan. Do you have do you have a time where something was oversold to you? Um, yeah, I've, I've got kind of two. So- Kind of two examples. The, the first one, something being oversold, is um, one of my good friends, when he was married to his first wife, Emily and I were going out to dinner with them, and they said, you've got to come to this Chinese buffet. It's the best one ever. It is just the best one. Yeah. And we go to it, and it's okay. It's like the same Chinese buffet you'd get anywhere. And it's always been sort of a joke afterwards that – Yes, the best Chinese buffet we could possibly find is right there in Smyrna, Tennessee. That <laughs> nowhere else throughout the country. It's no, the best Chinese buffet is right there in Smyrna, Tennessee. And so that was, yeah, so that's kind of an inside joke we've had now for 19, almost 20 years. And, wow. but on the flip side, there is one person who's, um, all of their reviews, whenever I've taken them up on their reviews, I've enjoyed what they've recommended. And um, the science fiction author Orson Scott Card, he used to write kind of a weekly column called Uncle Orson Reviews Everything. And he would review books and movies and um, and, and various things, r- local restaurants where he lived and whatnot. And all of the books and all of the movies that he recommended to see that I saw, I thoroughly enjoyed. So it was always nice to see him come out with the recommendation because I knew it was going to be a solid one. Nice. That's all I got for that topic. All right. Um, Josh. Yeah, I wanted to ask everyone, what is something you've done your whole life and only found out as an adult that it's weird? Am I an adult yet? Do I qualify as as an adult? If you have a kid, you're an adult. Oh, crap. (laughs) I'm not an adult. 
Yeah, but you are married for a certain <laughs> threshold. So there you go. Yeah. Mine. Um, Do you have an example, Josh? Maybe yeah, I could build off of that. Yeah. So, and this is something that the brothers might actually not even realize they do that's weird when i put on a pillowcase i bite the pillow and hold it up by my teeth hello biter i remember doing I, this i bite the pillow i pull it up by my teeth and i hold the pillowcase below it suspending the pillow above in my mouth and i slowly lower the pillow shaking the pillowcase until the pillow is completely inside the pillowcase why don't you hold it under your chin I told I, that's I, mean, I learned to get <laughs> one hand on the bottom of the pillow, one hand on the uh, pillowcase, and I just stuff it, stuff it in now. But I remember doing that. Were we taught that? Yes. I'm confused because <laughs> I remember doing that too. Now I'm like, memory's coming back. Yeah, now. it's like do that as a kid, and I'm like, don't rem- what? I only realized it was weird because I was doing it, and my wife was just looking at me like, "What are you doing?" Why are you putting your mouth on our pillows? I think I, I probably saw someone else doing it the a more normal way, and I just, just removed the old way. I don't know if I want to. Well, I I will sometimes lick my cats on the head. That that seems normal. Did you no. do that as a kid? Yeah, I had rabbits. Wait, remember you the rabbits? rabbits? Or I'll pet them on the head with my chin. I have like a, I have a beard. What? what? Yeah. They, they, that's it's not, not weird. weird. Yeah, like a. No, 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 Isaac. That's not weird. Okay. That that second one you said's not weird. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. None of that's. No, weird. no, 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 no. The first one you said. The stop. looking of the cats. <laughs> yeah, that that is that is weird. Not, not all the time. Just like. Once or twice a day. Like every week, I'm learning something. And you're helping them Isaac. groom. Oh, you know, just like so, you guys can't say you don't kiss your cats on the head. Yeah, I do that. Yeah, I can. Yeah, but not with the tongue. I can say that I don't. Not with tongue. (laughs) Not with tongue, Isaac. (laughs) You you keep it very chaste. (laughs) Uh, Just, just a little lick on the head. Uh, Oh, okay. All right, uh, Dan. Do you have anything from Josh? Uh, any examples of things you used to do as a kid? I can't think of anything at, I can't at this think moment. Of anything either, Adam? Did you have anything? Uh, no, I, I just, I didn't realize that I used to do that thing with the pillowcase, but now that came back. It's blowing my yeah, mind. Yeah, it's one of those things that as soon as he started saying it, I just memories flooded back. Yeah, as a kid doing that, and I don't know when it started, but. All right, uh, Adam, you got our. Yeah. Did we bring anything today? Yeah. So speaking of memories flooding back, I'm gonna play some audio clips, and um, hopefully you all can hear it very well. But I don't want you to tell me what it is. I want you to tell me what it makes you think of. So, all right, you guys ready? Yeah, go for it. It's like when Dad would do sound system test uh, yeah. checks. Like yeah. Before a dance, church dance. Yeah. Adam, why don't you explain so, the background on that? 
I guess I wasn't there for scats. Were any of, was Isaac there around scats time? Or I remember we used to play inside the scats building. And what like... is scats? So scats is like a a youth club that our dad used to run, right? Where yeah, he, he had a partner, and they went in together on a youth, a young adult club that did not serve alcohol. They just had like soda and arcade machines, and it was supposed to be a place where kids could hang out that wasn't um, uh, wasn't dangerous, I guess, or yeah, crime related. And to be a safe place. A lot of the brothers helped out. Uh, so that that's kind of become, I guess, a lot of. Us, I get asked to do dances occasionally. I know Aaron has been asked to DJ some youth dances. But I think that sound just like I, I remember him showing off a subwoofer, uh, how powerful it can be with that noise. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm gonna play another one. This one might be a little bit more um, mysterious at first. You guys, can you hear it? It's quiet. All right, I'll turn it up. Oh, wait, I can turn you up. Hold on. Is it popcorn popping? It oh, is. I know what that is. Yeah. What is it? More specifically, Dan, what is it? It's a, I think it's probably a, a home popcorn machine. Yeah, yeah. it's like the, the one Dad had where it was... Uh, with the arm that moves in it, like like any yeah. any mass popcorn machine with the little metal thing and the the barrel or whatever that has the spinning thing in it. Yeah, we used to eat so much popcorn. My wife, that's actually something that I I do that is weird is yeah. I just stuff popcorn in my face, like I have an infinite amount of it, I, where I, I grab it in my hand and I just like roll it into my mouth um but we used... I always start i always start with like one every now and then but by the time i'm done watching whatever i'm watching while i'm eating popcorn it's like fistfuls yeah yes did you yeah. so with that i have to ask does anyone ever finish a tub in a movie theater before the movie even starts <laughs> I mean, if you get there on time, I guess you could do that. Like, yeah, you get there a little early, you got your popcorn, you're watching previews, and it's already gone. But it lets you refill it yeah. before the movie yeah. even starts. You'd, like, go and top it off. Um, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm tapping my forehead with my index finger to show, like, that's big brain. <laughs> <laughs> that That's big brain. Get the value for your buck. Well, that's that was a segment I, I had today, Aaron. Okay. So. Thanks. Um, Dan, did you bring anything for us today? Sure. My, um, what I was asking, what I was wondering is, what is everyone reading recently? I, I like to read, and I've always got a book or two or three. And um, for example, right now I'm listening to an audio book by Mario Puzo called The Family, which is about the Borgias historical fiction and um it's pretty interesting i just finished the audiobook 1491 the world before columbus by charles c mann which is a fascinating look into the um north and south america and the status of the civilizations there prior to columbus getting here and then um and then i've been reading right now i'm reading the last ship 
which, which is pretty good. I just finished Dark Sky, Blaze by Stephen King, and Finley Donovan is Killing It, which I thought was actually a pretty fun read. Sounds and, like your um, sister married pretty smart. Well, I don't think so. But um, but I do like I to read. That. What I'm what reading, reading isn't a sign of... <laughs> what I'm reading is definitely going to prove Adam's point correct. <laughs> oh, um, uh, I'm reading I'm reading a book that's from a TV show called Castle. Yeah. And Castle in the show, he's an author and he helps solve crimes. It, so in the show, he's an author of a series that he writes yeah. based on the detective he works with. And they actually made those books. Yeah, the Nikki Heat books. Exactly. Yeah, the Nikki Heat books. And what's awesome is on the book itself, it has the actor who plays Castle as Castle, as the author. They just went full on, like, wow. immersion in making it real. But anyway, my wife and I uh, read those together because you... we really like the show. Now I I like the show as well. Do you like the books? Are some you can do? Do you the books, recommend them? The books are okay. It's like it's basically like watch reading an episode of Castle. Like if you enjoy Castle, you'll enjoy the books. Are they the okay. best writing? Probably not, but it is what it is. If you enjoy the show, you'll enjoy the books. Nice. Okay. Anyone else? Uh, um, yeah. Oh, I go ahead. No, I mine's more like uh, what I listen to. Um, I I I don't read often, um, but I'm I listen to a lot of people talk about cryptocurrency, and also um, I've been getting into podcasts. That's uh, I don't I don't want to plug any podcasts what, that I'm listening to. So. What podcast? No. Oh right, our competition, oh. right? Okay. Yeah. Well, no, no I mean, right. like no, I've listened. I've been listening to Joe Rogan stuff, which is mm. oh, that's political. Ever, I've been it, listening to though? that. Is, I don't think it's. I don't, I don't. It's, you're getting framed as political, more, um, more or less. Yeah, it's. Uh, I don't. I don't like all the stuff that I hear, but, anyways, it's it's uh, worth listening to. I think. So uh, my book that I've been listening to, I, I listen on Audible. There's a book I just listened. It's a series called Unwind. Um, and it's basically a book about uh, they outlawed abortion, but instead of aborting when the kid is in the womb, they abort children when they're like between the age of 13 to 18. Oh, so man. Would so any children survive? <laughs> Good question. So, so what ha- so what they do is they say you when they unwind they call it unwinding and when you unwind a child you cannot throw away any part of them. So every part of that child ends up so basically organ donation. So like the brain will end up in someone else's head, the heart will end up in some and so the whole basis of the book is this kid running away from being unwound and kind of that story. It was pretty interesting. I don't like the political side of it. It's kind of annoying, but the idea of it was pretty cool. Yeah, that sounds fun. Adam, did you have anything? I, I read a code book 
for the international building. <laughs> NEC 2020? No, the uh, I, IBC. The, uh, oh, okay. Yeah, so I'm I'm not a good reader anyways. I, I like to listen to things. All right. So. Thanks, Dan. Um, so for an activity, I wanted to go through and everyone share a... Uh, Josh had a good word for this. It's like a turn of events. Um, Josh, I think he's asking you to share the word. I'm trying to remember the word I used. Fake news. Fake news. Yeah, that's a good thing. So like where a company uh, tried to show a narrative or a person group showed a narrative, but looking back, it completely was different. So mine was NASA... When I was a kid in high school, NASA, we heard stories about NASA paying millions to design a pin in space that worked in zero gravity, but Russia just used a pencil. And so I remember in high school, the teachers constantly throw this around like, oh, they spent millions doing this and they could just use a pencil like the government wastes money. But in reality, pencils in space are dangerous the graphite's not good it it's a bad thing and after the fact russia actually came and bought that same pen to use on their flights and no they don't use pencils but i thought that was an interesting thing that when i was a kid that was the narrative always growing up was yeah this is dumb i like um growing up the the narrative was always that the world is a globe um but i feel like it covers one side of the story, and it doesn't show both sides. Yeah, because yeah, you can only see one side of the globe at a time. Yeah, so, I mean, if you go on Google Maps, it looks pretty flat to me. So I'm just saying, oh. that, putting that out there. Uh, Have you ever printed a picture of the globe? Flat. <laughs> it's more I... like a bowl shape, because otherwise it would... Uh, the water would would fall out, but so back in uh, eighteen thirty five, someone printed a news article saying there was life on Mars or not Mars on the Moon, life on the Moon, and they said scientists had found like eighteen different species, and they they put this like amazing artwork of demons flying around with long necked horses and unicorns bearded unicorns with it and they were like yeah there's the scientists have used this technology to look at the moon and they found all these different life forms at least and they're they're certain they're going to find more and then uh, a few days later they quietly posted it was it wasn't legitimate wow that's crazy um so mine was do you guys remember the dixie chicks yeah vaguely do you guys remember their downfall yes pretty dramatic i'm sure you guys will remember it as i describe it but um just before the invasion of iraq they performing in england and just before their performance they said, and I've got the quote here, they said, just so you know, we're on this on the good side with y'all. We do not want this war, this violence, and we're ashamed that the president of the United States is from Texas. Now, on paper, it sounds way worse, 
But like, and the reason why I'm sharing this one in particular is it was just a casual line thrown out by, um, by what's her name of the Dixie Chicks, and that ruined their career because it was blown so far out of proportion that they're basically. Do they even exist anymore? They still uh, exist. They they they've they've released a few songs here or there, but they've tried to go more mainstream to appeal to a less conservative audience. Yeah, it it triggered such a such a backlash that people were literally like having parties and getting like steamrollers and rolling over their records like to crush them. Wow. So, yeah, in fact, yeah, they went well, on Barbara Walters to try to explain and apologize, and that didn't work. And yeah, it was rough. Yeah, I could see that being easily. I'd be easily led into saying something like that. Yeah, like when you see when you see like the situation, you could see like if you're an artist, you're performing, and you know something's coming, you might say you're against war. Who isn't? Yeah. So it's it's just it's rough. Uh, Halliburton, Raytheon, General Dynamics, Oshkosh. (laughs) (laughs) The people who don't have to fight in war but profit from it. Lockheed Martin, (laughs) Boeing. (laughs) Adam, do you got anything for us? Well, I mean the. uh... I, I was alluding that the uh, flat earthers don't get their fair share of. Oh yeah, that's right. You did say that. You went but, out of order. That's why I'm bad. Yeah, I just. All right, Dan, what you got? Okay, the um, are you all familiar with the story of Thomas B. Marsh? Thomas B. Marsh. No. From an LDS. How about a story about milk strippings? LDS sounds history. familiar. Okay, I won't worry about it. It'll take too long to explain. How about? Aaron, are you going to talk about... Aaron, did you already go? I can't remember. I went over NASA. I talked That's about right. NASA. That's right. I'll talk instead about the lady who sued McDonald's over the, the coffee. Yeah, so, that was crazy. She, she should yes. have done that. That's right. So the story goes that, hey, you know, this lady, she got hot coffee. She spilled it on herself. She sued, got millions of dollars. And people are like, what? What do you mean? She's got to know the coffee is hot. And she sued and got... Money and that's ridiculous. And she was sentenced, or not sentenced. She was awarded the equivalent of um, one day's revenue of coffee sales across the McDonald's corporation. So it was a million and a half, couple million bucks, something like that. But if you actually go back and then look at the full case and the full picture, okay, McDonald's had already settled. Between two and three hundred lawsuits dealing with the hot coffee. Second, McDonald's was trying had been working on a marketing campaign that essentially that you get your coffee here, it'll still be hot by the time you make it to your place of work or whatever. You're not gonna have to deal with cold coffee. Um, third, they were using coffee that was extremely hot, hotter than the industry standard because they were trying to have the competitive advantage, but they weren't using cups that could have actually handled that type of heat. And Estelle, the lady did put the cup of coffee in between her legs to hold it kind of like a 
cup holder and it did spill out and it caused third degree burns actually oh. down there. So we're not talking just simple blistering. We're talking ma- major injury. And, yeah. and so that's something which doesn't really, um, we don't hear that aspect of it. Instead, when we hear frivolous lawsuits, they'll talk about the lady who sued McDonald's for getting burned by coffee when it's actually much more complicated than that. Right. There was even like, I think those lawsuits were about how the lid wouldn't stay on or something like that. They were, they had a faulty lid that they were aware of that many people had complained about. I think it's what you said with the heat possibly maybe even warping it. Well, and to think that they had already settled over 200 cases dealing with burns from the coffee. And then this was the one they decided, okay, we'll take this one to trial. Yep. Thanks, Dan. Um, You're welcome. All right. So, Isaac, you got anything else for us? Um, Yeah. It's sort of like when we all heard Dan talking about all the wonderful books he's, uh, he's reading. What are some things that make you feel like you're a bad human? (laughs) <laughs> uh we'll start with adam we'll start from the the bottom and work our start. way oh put me on uh, blast yeah. um i know whatever i say my wife's gonna hear and then she's <laughs> gonna ask me to correct those things so i'm trying to find something i want to correct maybe that's what makes me a bad human being oh Oh, wow. Yeah, no, keep going. Roll with it. So, no, it. I, I rolled with it, and then she came in here and handed me a lot. So I guess <laughs> I need to watch a lot more. <laughs> there you go. Hey, she saved the day. No, she's just holding. Alette's just holding on to me now, so I feel good as a dad. So That's wholesome. That that's is. It. All right. That's for mine, though. I, I don't do anything that makes me feel horrible. That's amazing. No, it's things that you see, like other people oh, doing. Like oh. Dan's, Dan's reading all these books, and it it makes me wish that I read more. But it also makes me feel like I'm not the best, uh, as good as I could be. Like someone going to the gym, and um, yeah, very healthy. Yeah, if someone orders a water at a restaurant, yeah, just oh, oh. like stop it. I order soda every time. I don't care what how much it costs. I'm getting soda. But is that yours? Yeah, I wish I should. I wish I could drink water at a restaurant. Mine. I'm actually gonna turn your question on its head here. Oh no! In mine, I'm not looking at it as a. I'm a bad human. I'm bad at being a human. You know when you accidentally bite part of your mouth, oh, and you yeah. know you know from that moment on that is your future and you're going to bite that same part at least three or four more times. Yeah. And it's, yeah. So that, that those are moments where I think to myself, like I'm just not very good being you. All right. Well, uh, I'd like to thank you guys for being here tonight. Uh, I think that's all we have time for. Um, the winner tonight would be Dan. Oh, congrats. Guess two times in a row. Yes. That's not allowed. I don't Um, think I won last time. 
Well, it, Ben won last time, so two weeks in a row, I guess, is one. So, oh. Aaron, you got to pick someone else. It should oh, be me. Oh, well, uh, well he already picked it's going to be Dan anyways. Oh, oh, oh man. So, we got first and second place. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> uh, <laughs> thank Dan for coming on such short notice, and thank you all for listening. If uh, you don't already, we uh, you can reach us online at brothertimepod.com. We also have a Facebook group. And we also yeah. have a Facebook page or group. Okay, so Facebook. All right. Mm-hmm.